Cool. Okay. This is Designed by Us, the podcast where we discuss how humans design the world. Wow, Luigi, what is that strange and unfamiliar voice? But before we get to that, how are you doing? Okay, I'm very good, very good. Really, yeah. really nice. This episode is cool. Uh, again, cool and much better episodes are coming on the way, so just stay tuned. Uh, but I'm very excited about this episode because we welcome for the first time ever in the history of the podcast. I don't think I don't think no one else has done this, and we are. No, this no is one. the best time and this is the most this is, this listened is podcast, podcast. This, is, this is just introducing how apple introduces their products this is for the <laughs> first time ever in the world we welcome our one of our listeners cesar which is really cool to have you here um hi everyone welcome cesar yeah uh, do you want to introduce yourself and what you do Okay, let's and now see. Why, why do you listen to Design by Us? Why are you interested in Cesar? <laughs> why? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a university student. I study in the University of Manchester, and I used to work with Ravi. So you might say that I listen to it because I'm a friend of Ravi and yours. Or you might say that I listen to it because I used to work in graphic design, and I'm really interested in design mm. and all that, so... It's really exciting to hear to people and to listen to people also talking about like how they see the world in that similar way. That's awesome, awesome. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, Cesar is appled up to his eyeballs. Um, <laughs> what what what's your what's your current Apple setup? Uh, if you don't if you don't mind me asking. You mean what devices do I have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm talking to you through my AirPods connected to my MacBook Pro. I also have an Apple Watch, an iPhone 11, an iPad Pro from 2018, I think. There we go. There we go. So, listeners, if you're doubting um, Cesar's credentials uh, <laughs> as as a, as a as an official Apple pundit, then um, I think um, that that's completely laid. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about uh, yesterday as we're recording. Uh, Apple uh, did their iPhone event, um, and we're going to quickly run you through what happened and what we think about that. So, Robert, first Robert, off, before before uh, we, we yeah start, go ahead yeah yeah uh, do you mind just apologizing to the to the guests to the sorry uh, I'm to the user to the listeners. I'm I'm really sorry that um, Luigi has to be on this show. We, we'd all prefer <laughs> that he he wasn't on it, but unfortunately, that that's the that's what. No, we're, man, that's not what I meant. What um, I'm really sorry in advance because we. It turned out that Apple schedule just messed up with our with our podcast schedule, and we had to release two Apple episodes in 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 a row. And and we are not an Apple show, but we appreciate uh, what they do and and how that affects how humans uh, interact in the world. So yeah. Really cool. Go ahead, Ravi. I've seen, yeah, abs- I know, abs- absolutely. Yeah. I've seen rumors of another keynote coming on November. So if oh, I were you, I'd get ready. <laughs> Honestly, if they if they do another keynote, we're going to have to have a serious conversation about where, whether we actually cover it or not. Because, <laughs> you know, actually, it's, it's, it's interesting to talk about. Because obviously before, like this time last year, it'd just be one big, you know, one and a half, two hour event. But now they're just dropping these one hour, like, movies all the time. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. it's tough to keep up with. Um. Okay, cool. So let's talk about this uh, this event. So uh, covered um, things they did uh, they uh, announced in this event the new iPhones, which we'll get to. Uh, but first off, they announced a new product called HomePod Mini. 
Uh, now, I missed some of the keynote. Uh, I did try and rewatch it and read some of the coverage around it. But as I understand it, uh, the HomePod Mini is like it's like a, a grapefruit-sized smart speaker. And it's totally circular. It's got Siri built in. Uh, it's got like a new chip. Um, faster. It's supposed to sound great. Um, but before we get into it, I want to understand how people actually use smart speakers smart speakers because i don't actually have one myself um so luigi says um what do you actually do with a smart speaker do you even do you do you have one you go says i have one i have an amazon echo but i don't really use it like i have it here at home but i don't have it connected oh, good interesting, choice interesting <laughs> <laughs> and you don't trust uh, amazon um i partially trust google um <laughs> i have a google home um, which is I got for free once I, I got a phone a few years ago, which was a, a fantastic purchase, like a free purchase. Um, I think it's really good. Um, the thing with smart speakers is that they're as useful as the voice controlling it, right? So mm-hmm. you can have an amazing sound quality. You can have a, an amazing, uh, which is a standard in the in the market of high quality speakers. It doesn't matter which one you get until the right voice and the right um, AI assistant gets it. And I don't think Siri is in there yet. Um, I know you might have a different opinion on what Siri can do, uh, but I do think that smart speak, like Google, the Google assistant is way ahead than Siri. Yeah, but what, what's the most complicated thing you've ever asked your your, your assistants, like genuinely? Yeah, for me, it's, it's just, hey, Siri, hey, Google. Could you please play oh, X? We, we go, we're going to have to bleep those. Because <laughs> someone's listening to this on their phone, then their phone or wherever is going <laughs> no, to... They gonna... do it through the, through, through the headphones. Um, hey, Siri, hey, hey Google, can you... <laughs> <laughs> can you please play X, right? So an X being a Spotify song or... Well, you can't do that actually with Siri. You you can't have Spotify, which sucks. Anyway. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah. That's a big problem, I think. But anyway... Um, or, or a Netflix uh, show, whatever. And the thing is, yes, that's not much. Maybe Siri can handle that. But when you have all your devices connected in the house and you have actu- an, an actual, uh, you, con- you can control, sorry. And you can control your thermostat. You can control your, your security cameras. You can control your, you can create routines in for your, your wake up, your, when you wake up or, or any type of thing. Or you can con- contact with, um, you can get in touch with anyone inside the house. Then it's when smart speakers become really useful, in my opinion. At the moment, I don't use it because I don't really require and I don't have the whole setup for a smart home. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's similar for me. Like I don't, I don't have my Amazon Echo connected because I don't have like, I don't have a smart lights. I don't have anything like it's yeah. for me it would be like literally just a speaker and I don't really use speakers, but I like what you say, like Siri can do all those things too. So I don't see the problem there. Like I, I do think that Siri is dumber than Google Assistant or the Amazon Echo, but I think that Siri can also like handle cameras and lights and daily routines mm-hmm. and all that. So I don't, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. The, the speaker, it looks beautiful. I think that in terms of how it looks, like it's fantastic. And I think it's way ahead of, of, any other speaker, especially Amazon stuff, okay? No, Am- Amazon Echo, uh, they're, they're releasing a like another circular kind of like spherical type speaker as really? well. 
yeah, yeah. Jokes. They didn't react to Apple, but it's quite obvious, isn't it? You've got your cylinders, you've got your cubes, and now you've got your spheres. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it doesn't... Uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon being Amazon. Um, but my point here is... So if you divide this into different... Like, if you want to compete and you want to actually create a, a, a diagram. So we have price, we have how it looks, and we have actual, like, how it works and maybe, like, when it came into the market, okay? Uh, price, I think, is very expensive. $99 for this speaker when you can get a Google Home Mini for, in December, through a, a Christmas deal, I got one for my parents at 17 euros. And I compare it to $99 or pounds or whatever it's going to cost, that's really, really price competitive for Google. Um, second, how it looks, fantastic, but all those features were released by Google two years ago. So I would say Google is two years ahead in terms of smart speakers, and, and I would say Assistant. What it gets really interesting, Ravi, you keep noting, but I'm sorry, I like Apple, but I have to recognize, and what is really interesting, what it really upsets me before I go into what is interesting is that Apple seems to be failing and and they're just really stubborn i don't think they're failing i think they do it on purpose to recognize when they are behind on something and it really upsets me they're like this is the first time that someone is like no no this is not the first time i think they always use i don't think so like really smart phrases like this is the first time yeah. that someone does this with uh, a speaker uh, an Apple that device. has this size with an Apple device <laughs> yeah. connected to a smartphone and it's in California and something like that. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah I guess exactly. it's the first time. <laughs> but yeah. And anyway, what I'm really looking into, and this is the interesting part. Sorry, Ravi, you were going to say something. No, no, go I'm ahead. I'm going to add some suspense. What is really interesting is, I don't know if you have heard the rumors of Apple releasing their new search engine. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Apparently when Siri is going to get... Really, massively, yeah. yeah. That's when Siri is going to get really rumor. interesting and all the search engine, because just imagine that I think Apple... Okay, Google has a massive monopoly on search engines, right? And they they monetize that through ads. The only ones that I think that can compete with Google in that market is Apple and Amazon. Amazon... And DuckDuckGo. And who? And DuckDuckGo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The people search engine and then google <laughs> and then amazon i'm not sure if they're gonna do that uh, i haven't heard any rumors but apple that would be really interesting because then is when siri and all the search results will get really really interesting um and if you can connect that smartness to all your devices uh, and then you start monetizing or i don't even know if they will use ads to monetize probably um, not because their whole thing let, let, let is me privacy so yeah 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 so, yeah, I'm, I've, I'm sorry. I've got, I've got to defend Apple and this product here. So I, I actually feel like this was the best uh, product uh, released oh, whoa, uh, today. Whoa, okay, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would support you okay, yeah, so that's, that's a big statement. I'm not sure I agree. That's a hot, that's a hot take. I'm bringing the sunshine back to uh, the UK with the heat of that take. Um, <laughs> but, 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 just on search engines, I think you're kind of looking at it quite myopically by saying um, Amazon aren't in the search engine game. I think something crazy like 80% of all product, uh, sorry, of all purchase related searches um, are on Amazon. Um, and as an advertiser, that's kind of where you want to be if you're selling a, you know, like a physical product. Um, so I, I wouldn't look at it like that. And then, of course, you've got YouTube, um, where which is the second biggest search engine in the world. Uh, DuckDuckGo is on the rise and things like that. So I think I think you might have to kind of reconsider that that point of view there a tiny bit, Luigi. Look, listen. Um, how many Apple users no. are there in the world? X. I don't know the number. 
But if you tell them, hey, Apple is releasing a new search engine that doesn't do anything with your privacy settings and whatever, you are going to be the first one that, are gonna, that is going to be lined up to get the first demo or beta tester. So I know I that sign. many like you are going to do that. So I mean, right, fine. You know what? Let's talk about search engines then. Like, all right. <laughs> they don't even need to do that because they can just set it up as a default in all the devices. And then yeah, exactly. They, just like that, yeah. they get like so many new users. Like, well, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Apple get what, like, I think it's like, this could be totally wrong, but I think it's $6 billion a year from Google in order to be the oh, default. Right, yeah. um, and, and actually, that's the same business model that Firefox has. They get paid by Google to be the default search engine. Uh, you know, And they could just change. I, all my default search, search engines across all my devices are DuckDuckGo now. Um, but, you know, I think they could, they could easily just, just do that. And I, actually, I think they should acquire DuckDuckGo. Um, that's my personal uh, take for today. And I think that'd be a really, really strong thing for them to do. I think I heard something um, about and, them um, maybe doing that. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Oh, fair enough. I mean, it makes it says sense. our sources <laughs> on the case. <laughs> it would make sense taking into account how they are all into privacy lately. Yeah, exactly. But well, listen, let, let me get back to let me get back to uh, defending this. Um, okay, I yeah, know, cricket ball of a speaker. Okay, all right. Number one. All right, ninety nine dollars is is a great price. Okay, now unfortunately in the UK that will be ninety nine pounds. Which Ravi, is, which what is are you saying? Okay, keep going. No, Compared to just, the others, just, just, just I don't think with. I agree. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm not gonna this is, you. This is, you could buy. Okay, you can buy a leather uh, strap for your Apple Watch for ninety nine dollars, or you could buy like a literal speaker, um, which has got the S five chip. It's got the chip from the Apple Watch in it, and it costs as much as a strap okay so actually i think this is quite good value and i think you know apple might be selling this with with much um thinner margins in order to capture some of this market um what i really like about it is the fact uh that most if not all of the pro uh, like processing of your information is done on device or on your iphone next next to it um so i, I really feel like that is a much better model uh, whether consumers understand that i don't know but apple are really doing a strong job of depositioning uh, their competitors uh, by always talking about privacy and security and the fact that all that processing that Google and Amazon might do in the cloud is done, you know, on on your device specifically. Uh, also, what I really love the idea of is is stereo pairing. So um, on on the HomePod, um, on the on, on on its big brother, the kind of like I don't know, like squishy cylinder thing that you just kind of want to use as a pillow or something. Um, that okay, it's got like multiple speakers that can bounce sound in multiple directions in order to um, kind of create like, the stereo effect. So basically, even though the speaker is in one place, it might sound like you're hearing speakers from two places. That cost 299, uh, 299 quid uh, or $199 on, on sale or whatever. But, you know, you could actually buy two physically distant speakers, put them down either side of a desk or a room or whatever, and actually have true stereo sound. Um, and I think that's a really, really interesting value proposition. So I think... The, the sound quality from this, purely because they're able to, because it's cheaper, you can afford to buy two of them and therefore get true stereo is going to be amazing. Um, and also, um, I've, got, I've just got to come back to that price. $99 is such a cheap Apple device. Let me interrupt yeah. you. Let me Chris, interrupt. Chris, Christmas is coming up, man. This is a perfect gift for parents or, you know, or whatever. Like this is, this is, this is a, I think it's a fantastic play from, from Apple. Just here. two things. First, the stereo thing, Google did it two years ago with Google Home Mini. 
number Apple one. Apple did it. Apple did it with the HomePod as well. I mean, you're absolutely right. But the fact is, ninety nine dollars, and you, you want to second if with if the you're, price. If you're interested, if no, 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 hold on. If you're interested in stereo sound, okay, you're going to be interested in sound already, and you're not going to get to Google Homes or whatever they're called because they've got crap speakers in them. But if you've got like a decent speaker that sounds great in mono, you're going to want to buy another one for stereo. I re- okay, I really don't think Google's uh, speakers are that bad, but going back to price, you can't compare a smart speaker with a strap. You're comparing two Apple products in two different yeah. market segments. Like The only point uh, you're making there no is sense. that Apple has expensive products. <laughs> yeah, it's like it has a very expensive uh, watch strap, strap that matches the price <laughs> of an of a actual device, which makes no sense. Number two is you have to compare actual the same, the same lines from different companies. And when you can get an Amazon Echo and, and a Google Home for for much cheaper of that price, then why would people go to Apple just because okay, of brand? An Amazon Echo of comparable an an Amazon Echo of comparable sound quality. I think that is probably one of their bigger ones, and I don't I don't follow that product range, but I think that's probably a more expensive one in my opinion. I don't I I, I don't like Amazon, so I, I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I mean, right, I'm, I'm 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 on Amazon right now. I'm searching Amazon Echo, right? The the all new Echo, okay, which is kind of it's similar shape, right? um is it out yet it's out now um 89.99 okay and they're advertising That's it literally on the plus. amazon page all new echo all new echo fourth generation with premium sound smart home hub and alexa 89 pounds apple are competing with this product they're not competing with um you know an echo dot or one of the older echoes or one of the um you know cheaper echoes they they are competing with all new Echo fourth generation with premium sound, and I think if you if you look at this market, which is smart speakers, which is a massive market, and look at it in segments, you know you've got people who care about smart homes and and smart assistants and sound. I think Apple's going to capture that segment. To interrupt you, I'm now in the Google page. Nest Mini, which is a second generation smart speaker mini, forty nine pounds. Best, which is a big one, like the 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 same as the as the HomePod big, like the big HomePod whatever it's called nest audio 89.99 much cheaper than the 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 homepod yeah, mini 89.99 that's 10 percent. i mean what's the difference no but, it's, you know, it's, a, market, it's a, and then you've got the kind of like apple premium listen, kind of halo effect listen like, the big google home is the same price and even cheaper 10 pounds cheaper than the small apple uh, apple device then when you go to nest hub which has a screen for same speaker same screen that's forty nine ninety nine. I just think that. I mean, go ahead, sister. I have no idea of knowing this. Like, I have no idea about sound quality and or anything. But I think that probably HomePod Mini will sound better than the Google. Like, I don't know. Like, not the cool. I don't. But I I will I will, I will message. Um... Tim Cook and to see if he can send us someone we can make a review. Okay, yeah, I think that's Honestly, a really good Jen, idea. Jen, Jen, I, I, th- I think you guys are being unfair to this product. Product, I think this is a fantastic. This is like the iPhone five C. Like when that came out, everybody had an iPhone five C. Okay, literally everyone. Um, when the iPhone SE came out, so you saw so many of those um, out in the wild. Wild, even though in theory you could get a better phone for a cheaper price or whatever, because it's got Apple stamps on it and that comes with a certain amount of quality that's guaranteed. Um, I, I honestly, I feel like you're going to see these in homes everywhere. And at that price, I think it's a really, really good move from Apple and a very, very strong move from Apple. A hundred percent. Cool. 
I guess we'll time see. will prove you I, wrong. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I think you might be right, but, but we'll see. I have a question. Do you think... Yeah, okay. All right, well, we'll have to follow up in a year or so. <laughs> That's what it is. Go ahead, Cesar. Do you think, since Apple actually does all the competing like for Siri and all that on device instead of in the cloud, they need probably like more like smarter chips and more powerful chips. So do you think that actually part of the high price is because because of that? That actually you are paying a premium for the privacy and for the intelligence being on device instead of in the cloud? I mean, I, I, I obviously I, I'm not an engineer or a computer expert, but you know, I, I'd assume that wherever the computing is happening, whether you buy a computer, if you, you buy a microchip and you put it in your in your device or you buy a microchip and you put it in your data center, you still have to pay for that if that makes sense. But I feel like what I feel like you're gonna have to rec- I, I feel like time will uh, will show that this product has got much smaller margins than Apple are used to. And I think this is a very aggressive move from them. Uh, whether the cost of the chip is higher for them or not, I feel like in general they've tried to really say, look, how much value can we really provide? Because you know it's a, it's a new shape of product, like so that's all new construction methods, new dies or new ways of actually making it and things like that. Whereas on like the iPhone SE, you know they could cash in on on um, on the fact that they already made you know like the iPhone uh, 5S kind of shape and stuff like that. They could just use the same parts again. But on this, I think they're going all in. I think this is like a, a really aggressive product. Cool. I, okay. All right. I have one question. Right. With you. I'm sorry for killing the conversation. One question sorry? with you. Does Google yeah. Home also recognize voices? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that's something that I wasn't expecting. Because I, I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. Like, I'm still not sure how reliable it will be. So I wasn't expecting it to work. Yeah. And like you just have to me. add your account to to the home app, and once you add your account to the home app, it will it will link your email, and it will recognize your calendars, your events, your tasks, your grocery shopping. So you can just add things. So if I add something, it will add it to my list, and if my if the person I live with adds something else, they will add it to his list, which is very mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Cool. But yeah. Listen, you guys are forgetting one big important thing. Okay. That's going to change your perception of this conversation totally. Okay. Don't forget that Apple have now added support for multiple timers. Oh, oh, yeah, that's important. So now you can say, set pasta timer ten minutes, set source timer five minutes, you know, and that's a really, really big innovation. And I think Apple should be commended for for bringing that to um, HomePod. I mean, Amazon Echo could also do that, I think. But wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just quick parenthesis, Ravi. Uh, you can delete this later. But did we say the that that was sarcasm, by the way? Okay, cool. Uh, you, did, did we say did we say the did we say the search engine part in this recording or the one before? Who knows, man? Who knows? Whatever happens, you know the listeners. Will <laughs> no, find no out. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. I think it was in the one before, but there I'm not sure. Listen, I really intend to do as little editing as possible on this sh- on this particular episode. So, uh, listeners, um, I'm I'm sure it's in this one. Anyway, listen, um, let should we should we move on? Should we move on? I feel like we've adequately discussed the HomePod Agreed. and um, whatever it is. Okay, but actually, real quick question: We'll do this after every product. Will you buy this? No. No. Out of ten. Out of ten. Okay. Well, that's not out of ten. No, no. We'll take no, 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 no for an answer. I mean. Okay, fine. Out of ten, go for it. I'd say that. Six out of ten. Five. I mean six. Luigi? 
Out of ten. One. Yeah. One. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. I think that's... I'm going to give this a strong nine. Strong nine. No. Probably because it's the only Apple product I can afford. <laughs> anyway. Uh... You could buy a straw. Right. So let. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I could. Yeah. For my Apple Watch, which doesn't exist. Um, all right. Fair enough. All right. Let, let's move on then to the uh, iPhone 12. Um, so big news here. Apple changed the number from 11 to 12, uh, which is what? That's what? 9.9% better or whatever. Um, so um, that's a really, really big innova- innovation from then. Um, sorry, 9% better. Uh, massive innovation, changing the number like that. Um, before we get to the brave, really big brave. feature. Yeah, exactly. Before we get to the really big feature that we, that we want to talk about, I want to talk about some of the smaller features of the new iPhone. Okay. So um, just a real kind of like high level iPhone uh, 12, new design, kind of looks a bit more like the iPhone 5S um, and 4. Um, I, I personally feel like the iPhone 5S was the best looking iPhone. Real quick, Luigi says our best looking iPhone. I'm not sure. Like, I really liked it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. yeah. Fair enough. I'm really into this new uh, design. Luigi, best, best. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Fair enough. And, and, and Luigi, best, best, best looking iPhone. Agreed. 5S. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah, so it's got more kind of like, it's got flat sides, aluminium frame, uh, glass sandwich. Um, first things first, ceramic shield. Uh, so this is what, what they're calling their new uh, glass on their screen. And we'll talk about what's under that glass in just a moment. Cer- ceramic shield, apparently it's got ceramic crystals in the glass itself. So that means that when it gets dropped, it should be four times as likely to, to survive that drop uh, as previous generations. Thoughts on this? If it's true, I think it's amazing. Like, I think that's a huge increase. Um, if it w- works well, it should be great. Yeah. Same for me. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I... We have to try one, it out. One thing I, what, one, one thing I worry about is that um, typically to... And Luigi, obviously, you're, you're the engineer, so maybe you can kind of enlighten us with some of your okay, I'll try. You know, knowledge I'll do my here. best, Okay. <laughs> But I, I feel like in order to uh, make it easier, uh, not easier to drop, um, but in order to make it more resistant to drops, they typically make the glass softer. Um, but the, the downside of making the glass softer, even though it becomes more kind of like shatterproof, is that it becomes more uh, liable to scratch. And I feel like I've noticed this. I feel like in the past few iPhone generations, uh, the glass has gotten softer, which means that when you drop it, you're less likely to break it, which is fantastic. But when you when it's next to your keys in your pocket, uh, you might see some light scratches on the screen. Um, number one, is that true? And number two, do you expect a, a similar trade-off for this iPhone? Or do you think they found a technology to, to stop that trade-off altogether? Well, but based on my understanding, you want to make the, the, the device stronger and less brittle, right? Which are things that usually contradict. Um, in this case, sometimes what they do is you make the glass so when it falls until certain and it hits certain for, certain force, what happens is that the glass is the thing that breaks, but not the screen itself, which is what is expensive to repair. So if you break the screen, then the where problems come. But if you break the glass, you can still use your phone for um, a longer, like you can still use it. You don't you don't have to change the glass, but the screen the screen is much much cheaper to replace. Um, with this yeah. new, but but on 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 screens and on screens in the top glass, and we'll get onto the screens. Uh, uh, later but aren't the screens in the top glass now like basically bonded and, and glued together so they're effectively one part i doubt it i don't know how they did this one i i know I, i'm 100 percent sure that's true it's a laminated display 
All right. I don't think Google does that. I think Google does are smart in their assembly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I really don't know how Apple does it. I haven't done I haven't done the the proper research into 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 how they do that. But I, I would think I, I wouldn't think so. I don't know why. I just think it, okay, it seems it seems silly because if that's a part that is proper to 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 break, propens to to break, then why why would you just replace the, replace the whole piece? I don't know. Okie dokie. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, let's talk about what's underneath that display. Uh, so now um, the iPhone 12 has an OLED display, uh, whereas before um, the iPhone 11 had an LCD display. Uh, this means that um, the iPhone has higher contrast uh, and also uh, thinner bezels around the edge. Um, Cesar, you've got an iPhone X, I believe. No, uh, which iPhone one, which 11. Are, oh, really? Oh, you've got an iPhone 11, but before that you had the X. Yes. So you went from the OLED screen in the X yes. uh, to the LCD in the 11. Talk to us. What benefits would the OLED give you and, and what do you expect uh, for that in the new iPhone? I mean, I like it's some, it's the kind of thing that it doesn't really impact your daily experience that much. But I mean, you can notice it. I definitely notice it. And when I bought the 11, I was like, uh, I was really sad about like, bigger be bezels uh i mean I, I noticed that and like dark mode doesn't look that good but apart from that it's not that big of an improvement although this screen like they said that it's super retina xdr which i think it's the same screen that they use in their new monitors the 1000 pound ones mm. isn't it is that true i think it is the xdr yeah yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, it's apparently sure. like it's, well, very, very high contrast. So I'm not even sure how well that will look. But yeah, what what I'm really excited for is is seeing dark mode uh, on the uh, on on an OLED display. Uh, I typically run all my devices in dark mode um, purely because it's easier on the eyes. But um, I could definitely, I, I really look forward to seeing that the the true blacks um, from from dark mode and the system okay. UI and stuff like mm -hmm. that on on an OLED. I think it'll look amazing. Okay, cool. Listen, there's a lot of new features to discuss, so let's fly through this. Um, A14 chip. So uh, they didn't make a big deal about how much faster it was, um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, maybe perhaps it's not such a big process as a jump, uh, but what was interesting was the new 5 nanometer process, uh, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny size. Um, Luigi, I think uh, in the previous episode you kind of brought in uh, some... You mentioned that, um, f like the five nanometer process was pretty amazing. Um, so, what do you think about that in the new uh, iPhone twelve? Sorry, um, I think I think it's really cool. I think what what I mentioned I think last time is how how far we have come in terms of in terms of technology, and just like adding diode di adding superconductors and all of those stuff, and just scaling them down into like. An atomic pretty much size which is really really cool and i think that's what's fantastic here that's my take fair enough yeah <laughs> fair enough and Louis and cesar i guess it all comes down to how much faster can that make the chip like how many more transistors can you put in how much faster does that make it all that kind of stuff so i don't know like i'll just wait and see because i don't know that much about <laughs> chips have you ever felt that any of your Apple devices were slow, like genuinely? No, unless they were like really old. Like when I had like a five-year-old iPad, then yeah, that was slow, but. <laughs> yeah, 
Fair enough. I mean, uh, for me, like, completely agree. I, I don't feel like it's... They didn't make a big deal out of it, so I feel like it's maybe not a big deal. Um, but, yeah, A4, I, I don't understand what's in my phones anyway, so it's, <laughs> I don't expect them to explain it to me. <laughs> I usually feel like they uh, put too much time into explaining how much faster it is when it really... Like, I think most customers don't notice it, and it's generally like, okay, it's much faster. when And usually yeah, they no, just... Exactly, yeah spend like five minutes trying to explain how it's twice faster when you do this and like yeah i don't think and what and what's amazing is that every i feel like with every new ios release they say oh and it's this new ios is like runs like 20 percent quicker yeah. when opening apps on all iphones i'm like well you know if you if it's that easy like why don't you just make it 100 percent quicker <laughs> if you know what i mean and I, I part of me just feels like they genuinely just stagger out these um kind of uh, improvements to kind of always deliver marginal improvements without delivering and w- whereas they could deliver a big one but oh, that maybe. could just be a uh, conspiracy theory I don't know. all right cool so next what uh, next theory. next couple of let's go into 5g ne- then next... with conspiracy theories then well no hold on before, <laughs> before we get there um real quick the new camera not big update apparently it's the same sensor uh but with better glass in front of it which will allow more light in are either of you excited about that Hmm. Not really. It's cool that they managed to put seven different uh, lenses compact together and just get it into a very, very thin, um, yeah, compact compact uh, area. But what is really interesting to me is the the one from the the camera for the Pro Max, uh, which has. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Sorry. Then. I promise you, we'll get there. Okay. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, all right. Cool. Well, that leaves uh, that really, really big feature, and I feel like the the main headlining feature five. G, um, thoughts. <laughs> Cesar, cool. No, well, Cesar, that was a good discussion on five G. Um, so, <laughs> okay, I, ha- I have, I have, but a, that's kind of I that's kind a, of the story with five G, isn't it? I have yeah, a yeah I feel like so, that was pretty accurate. <laughs> I think, I think, I think we're we're making such a big deal in five G coming to phones, and Same. I don't think five G is gonna change our lives on our mobile phones. I think it's gonna change our lives when we start talking about first 5G actually being optimized and, and be, being usable in the streets, which is not at the moment. Verizon made a massive thing and it's like, you can download, you can reach download speeds to four gigabytes per second when in optimal conditions. Like what are those optimal condi- conditions? Um, number one, like 5G I think is gonna be, is gonna change our life first when we can have driverless cars when we can perform um, um, operations like long distance operations, like doctor being in Seattle and then operating in San Francisco or something with through a machine um, or through a Da Vinci machine, which is really cool. Um, second would be AR and when AR, and this is where I think they are preparing with ser- search engine. I don't know if we mentioned this before, but if you have the Apple releases their own search engine, they're just preparing for their glasses, which is also being lined up with their their new AR kit and or the lidar the lidar sensor and all the data they're collecting from the lidar as well, which is now on the iPhone. Um, so yeah, so that's when I think five G is gonna pick up and it's gonna be really interesting. I don't think it's gonna change our lives through our mobile phones. It was really interesting. Um, so on on the Apple event, they brought on uh, the Verizon CEO. I, I didn't catch his name. Uh, and there was, he was on stage for quite a while, I thought. Yeah. Um, and he said one really funny thing, which, which was like, um, oh, and 5G is going to help you enable your AR um, AR workflows. And I was just sat there thinking, 
who is doing an AR workflow. And <laughs> number one, who's doing an AR workflow for their productivity? And second, who needs um, 5G to enable that? I mean, they did show um, an example, again, didn't they? Like, yeah, yeah, they did. An AR example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it was fantastic. Okay. And it was pretty much... I might have missed that. What was it? What so, was it? So you have some, some doctors and they have to set up maybe pretty much operation stations on like on the spot. And, and they can't waste time bringing all the equipment, setting it up, just testing it. And it's like, no, maybe this machine is too big, send it back. They can't really do that. So what they do is they bring a bunch of cardboard boxes, which pretty much reflect the size of, of each machine. And they set it up and they test and they take notes and they send them the boxes back and they request the actual machines. Now what they can do is they can do oh. on or like on device uh, and they can screen share with, with the actual viewer and the, the, or the actual client, let's say in this case, and the client can move things around and the person just moves and you can actually have a spot, like a, a whole workstation where you can set up, you can set up things and you can say, okay, I like all these devices. I can walk around them. I'll buy them all pretty much. But as, as a percentage of the working population, like, I mean, how many people? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's not for the average yeah. user that is going to use it on their phone. It's for someone. And those are the type of, of tasks that you use on pretty much use an iPad for that. If you are actually working in that area, you're probably gonna have a massive screen where you can move things around and we, you can screen share, or you can have a video call at the same time and you can have dual screen. So that's the type of workflow that people are gonna use it, in my opinion. And that's when AR is gonna be, uh, 5G is gonna be useful. Uh, I think that just like, I also agree that it's probably not gonna change our lives and it's probably not gonna be that big of a deal although i've read somewhere that it would allow with things like probably like recording live uh, 4k video which i mean yeah that, that would, would be, be cool fantastic. yeah yeah that would be yeah. pretty amazing that would be cool yeah like yeah. Um, especially for like things for, for like journalists and things like that like they can just now just journal with their phones which could be amazing but apart from that I really don't know what else. Like, yeah, gaming. Like, they sold also a lot. Of, like, yeah, that's also really for gaming. Good. Yeah, and League of Legends coming to mobile. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that, and that's cool. Yeah, and and they used an Apple I mean, event to announce it, which is cool too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, on the video, on the iPhone video, like the advertisement, uh, they adver advertised it as. Like you can just press uh download for music and like it will be there like in the second, which I don't know like it's like already pretty fast so I don't know if, like that's definitely not change your life difference but I guess it's cool I don't know like even I mean if it works that well. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I I'm not sure. I I feel like my personal life and workflow is. It won't be, I mean, especially with COVID, right? Um, it won't yeah. necessarily, nothing will really get too much. It, 5G won't be a, a game changer, but it's one of those things that will definitely improve down the line. But, you know, I, literally I said, I remember once saying, um, oh, I don't need 3G, I've got Edge. Um, so my mobile internet needs a sorted. So, you know, don't 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 take my... Uh, my I mean, it will definitely for... change it, but just not at this type of lifestyle, life, lifestyle that we're running now. Um, yeah. I think it will, it will definitely change it. It would... We just need time to evolve in, and get there. Do you think? Do you think Apple made such a so the event was called High Speed? Um, do you, Do you think that Apple made such a big deal about five G because comparatively the rest of the 
improvements to the iPhone were pretty underwhelming. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah, call I them so. underwhelming, but yeah, they were small things. This was definitely like the biggest yeah. thing. The thing that you need to understand with 5G is that upgrading to 5G will, re will require upgrading batteries, upgrading performance uh, of the device, which potentially Apple has or is, the, is almost there. Uh, but battery is a massive thing. So if you want to actually play in 5G and have like play League of Legends in whatever city hosts uh, 5G, then you, you will need a really good battery and you don't want to run out of battery in the middle of the game. So that's a yeah, I, I am worried about battery life with yeah. um, with this new that's iPhone. That's a problem. And that's what I mean that we have to catch up on. Like, I don't think it's going to change our lives right now. And but probably when once we get to Apple, I probably once we get to iPhone 13 or iPhone 14, then is when it's going to be like, all right, things we're starting to see a, a difference if we get there. But if 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 Apple releases the Apple glasses before that and they don't release any more iPhones, I think that will be a an interesting venture you know, you know it's it's always it's always interesting kind of like trying to understand like you know obviously we're apple nerds right uh and we understand like we want to follow this and uh hopefully the people listening to this want to follow this as well um but in terms of like you know what people actually care about what seems to be gaining the most traction uh on twitter and and on uh, the internet and stuff like that right now is the fact that apple are not including a um a wall adapter oh, yeah. with their new iPhones. So <laughs> what do you think about this? So basically in the box, it's just going to be a phone and a USB-C to lightning cable. Which, um, so like thoughts on that? I think like first they said that you like, they didn't need to include the adapters because everyone already has one. But then they changed the cable from like USB to USB-C. So like, yeah, I, I do have a lot of USB adapters, but I don't have any USB-C adapters. So <laughs> yeah, they kind of like, I feel like yeah. that didn't make much sense. If they actually, uh, they could have added a, a small adapter as well inside the box, like a very small adapter from USB-A or B to normal to USB-C. That yeah. would have helped a lot of users. Um, That's a really good but idea. Yeah. And it will be really small. You know who did it? Google. <laughs> um, I, I feel, I feel, and, and you know what? That's actually a really useful piece of hardware in general. It's very so if useful. You've got yeah. a, um, yeah. I have to buy it. That's a really, yeah. yeah. What it's I think really is really idea. useful about the iPhone is that Apple are not competing now just on quality and on brand. They're actually competing now on diversity. And if you, if you look at that strategy and now they have seven devices on their store, on their website that you can get on right now, seven phone devices, uh, which is really interesting moving from just two or three to seven in one go. And it's interesting that they kept the 11 on the on store as well. Um, what did yeah, you think? No, absolutely. Out the smaller size? Like... Yeah. What about the new mini, size? Uh, iPhone mini. I think, yeah. I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's really cool. I don't know if I will get that one, but I think what they're doing is, okay, we have so many people like uh, Huawei, Samsung, just competing with so many different phones and so many for many different target markets um, that we, we want to do something similar. So now they're just not, you don't go to iPhone because, oh, I have to get this one, but this one is too big for my hands because whatever, um, for your kids or whatever. You Now you can go to, to iPhone and get a smaller price, smaller phones, and better for the actual audience that is meant to be. I will one hundred if I if I do upgrade, which uh, from my iPhone eight, um, it's it's been a while. Um, I I probably won't upgrade this year, but um, 
if I do, it will 100% be to the mini. I think phones have gotten too big, especially the 11. That was just an absolute chonker. Um, I think, <laughs> I, think so, I think it's cool to um, get back to get back to a small size. Fair. By by the way, um, can we just take can we just take a moment, please? For what? Thank you. That was a moment of silence for Luigi's hopes that there will be USB-C on this iPhone. <laughs> oh my word. What? What is going on? Lightning, another year. I just cannot believe it. I think I don't it's think, absolute, like, you know, it's shocking. <laughs> at this at this point, I'm not even sure I expect them to put light to put USB-C on the phone at like ever. Tell me. They'll just go wireless I... all the way and just it. Such a massive ego. Like now you still have to bring two chargers for your house. Like you have to bring your iPhone and your iPad. It's like plus um we can go into this later, but what's the side like smart connector that they showed in the side? They never mentioned it. Yeah, so I lo- I was looking at that. I think that's part of the aerial. I think they need more space. Ah, right. They need more like non-metal so that the yeah. 5G signal can get so into the phone. So it's an antenna. I think so, yeah. So it's very mm-hmm. odd because it has the same shape as the smart connector on the iPad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I was looking at it. They obviously didn't mention it, so I assumed it was a it was a it was a, an, an antenna. Um cool. but yeah, I mean, but you know, what what Apple um taketh away, they giveth um in the form of MagSafe Ooh, yeah. for uh the iPhone 12. So basically, this is like a ring of magnets that's on the inside back panel uh of your iPhone, so which means that you can grab the Apple wireless charger available for $39 um and it will just snap <clears throat> onto your phone, right? into the right place uh, and also enables like a whole bunch of like cases with magnets in them so they can just snap straight onto your phone and and absolutely locate themselves perfectly so do you think magsafe is is a great alternative to either lightning or USB-C? and do you think it's kind of like laying down the groundwork for a totally wireless future for an iphone i think it's definitely laying down the groundwork but um i mean I think it's definitely doing that. Like it's a longer term thing, but I like right now I'm not excited about it because of that. Like I don't think that it matters that much for that. But I I think it was a cool feature to add. Like it's not really life changing or that important, but it's just I don't know. It's a bit out there, I think. And it opens the door to a few new accessories, which might be cool. When you think about it, what is that? What do you think, Ravi? Before I go. <laughs> oh what? no! Come on. No, no, what no. What do you think? Because yeah. whatever I'm gonna say, I think you're you're gonna say something against it. So I just want I want you to play first. <laughs> All right, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. I think it's a very like LG move. Um, I don't know. Um, LG phones have always been a bit weird, and as says I said, that they're, they're kind of out there. I think it's cool overall. I think it's cool. Um, you know what I don't understand is on that wireless charging puck, for example. Uh, why not have that? Um, I just if, if what you know, why advertise a phone as being wireless, assuming that the iPhone 13 or whatever comes next will be wireless, uh, and then have a cable with a wire um, going up to like a magnet thing which just snaps into it? It's like saying yeah. the old MacBooks are wireless. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's a bit like, uh, well, you know, really are they? Um, and that was uh, my argument. But I, I, by the overall. Way. <laughs> Yeah, so it's good. Your brother is cool, but I mean, in, cool. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? Like, I, th- I think it's cool just to to make your 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 cases or your accessories, right? I think that's the added value. Uh, in terms of being 
a charger. I don't think it's a wireless charger. Like the, the, the idea of a wireless charger is that you place your device on whatever surface you are charging on, and then you can just grab it without having any type of friction. In this time, what's the different of difference between taking off a magnet than unplugging your phone? It's exactly the same thing. I guess it so, will yeah, be that hard to take just off, like but... the added convenience of pulling. Sorry, what yeah. did you say? I don't think it like probably won't be that hard to pull up pull off, will it? Like it would be a bit yeah, it wouldn't make sense if it was. Yeah. But you still spend some so, arguably the same amount of time in my opinion. Some 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 poor Apple engineer, maybe they love this kind of thing, but was like, you know, deciding how strong the magnet should be and like deciding what the <laughs> optimal like pickup force should be versus the insertion force needed to get the um lightning cable in there. Um, wouldn't be surprised yeah, if they did that. Because like if it's too weak, then everyone's like, oh well, then what's the point of the magnets? If it's too strong, everyone's like, well, I may as well just plug it in there. Yeah. So like you know, they're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, aren't they? Yeah. Hmm. All right, cool. Well, I think that covers uh, the iPhone 12. Uh, but before we get into the Pro, two questions. Number one, is there anything that you think we've missed? Mm, I don't think we I have. I don't think so. Um, I have. I mean, a, new a, colors. What do you think the of the colors? Maybe, but yeah. Um, so the new colors are black white red like a nice minty green and a, and a navy blue um i really like the I'll navy just, blue. i'll get black like i do every year yeah. oh yeah i might like i'm not updating this year but if i did i might get the blue I, I think it looks cool fair enough and luigi um i don't think i'm updating <laughs> but yeah I, I like the blue i think the blue is cool no, fair enough. Yeah, I think, you know, um, I read a comment on, on Twitter that what most people care about um, from Apple events are two things, co- colors yeah. um, and uh, cameras. Um, and I think in that Could respect, you verify Apple your sources, Ravi, please? I don't oh, think getting uh, Twitter, your sources Twitter, from Twitter. Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitter.com. <Wow. laughs> Where all the conspiracy theories are made, man. All right. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, last question on, on the iPhone 12 then. The second question. Um, out of 10. I, I think, think it's a, a fine device. I think it's a, a solid six, 8. In my opinion. You, okay. So we've got a 6 from Luigi and an 8 from Cesar. So Cesar, is that better or worse than the HomePod? Better. For you. The HomePod was a 6. Better. And and, and Luigi, that's, that's up for you as well, massively, yeah. right? I just can't believe you say that. For me, for me, it would be like... Um, a six six um and, and for me yeah for me the HomePod mini is, is a much more interesting product okay cool um finally uh let's move on to the um iphone pro so this is kind of where apple lost me a little bit so i'm, I'm definitely gonna need your help summarizing this as far as i know it's basically an iphone uh but it comes in two different screen sizes which are both um one 6.1 inch and one 6.7 inch so you've kind of got two sizes there and for reference the iphone 12 is in 5.4 inches which is the mini and 6.1 which is the regular one so they've got an additional size 6.7 inch called the mac uh sorry the mac i wish (laughs) um the the max right um it's got an additional camera which is a telephoto camera so it zooms in a bit closer um and it's got a stainless steel band around the edge rather than aluminium so in general, thoughts on the uh, new iPhone Pro, 11 Pro, sorry, 12 Pro, and what did I miss from in terms of new features? Because I think the Max has got some weird things around it, right? Mm. Honestly, I'm not sure what new things the Max has. Like, 
I think like the main features. That's feature, a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think the main new features are the lidar, and well, the cameras are better, but I'm not yeah. sure there's much more apart from that. Well, and that's a problem. Else. They really fail to position how this pro device makes you a pro. Um, I think I, th I think just... they did it with the cameras. Like they really tried to sell the cameras, but yeah, but the other cameras camera. are not are still really good, right? Yeah. So they, I, in my opinion, releasing an, this Pro and Pro Max just made the 12 more attractive and the 12 mini more attra attractive. Um, I, the, the cool things from the camera are lighter. Yes, it's really cool. Um, we saw it coming, so it wasn't really a surprise. And second part, lighter is uh, light uh, detection um, and estimation something. I don't know the acronym ranging. now, but yeah. Um, ranging. Yeah, and ranging, yes. Um, anyway, so it's a really cool device because it allows you to point um, light, so it pretty much, pretty much shoots um, like photons, so when those photons bounce back, you can get estimations of surfaces and create a 3D map of your surroundings. Um, what is really interesting is this sensor that they are attached on the camera. It's not really a sensor, it's more like a, uh, a suspended uh, gyroscope that allows you to, to, re to stabilize the camera, which I thought was really cool in both X and Y. Um, that was really nice mm. and really cool that they could make it that small. I think I think that was great engineering. That was that's, that was pretty cool, yeah. yeah. And it's the actual image sensor that's being that's yeah. being moved to compensate for hand movements yeah. or shakiness in the camera. Um, and I think in general, usually cameras um, move the lens. So to actually be able to move the sensor, I think they said they can update the, the position of the sensor like something crazy like a thousand times a second or something mm -hmm. um yeah. that blew my mind yeah. a little bit yeah. second thing is finally using computational photography thing that google used ages ago and they have but been investing so been using, much into that they they use not that also on the iphone 11 and like yeah yeah exactly yeah they, they also use that on strong. the iphone 11 and also on the iphone yeah. 12 like so that's not new iPhone I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, I feel like it's one of these things. I feel I feel like cameras in general, uh, whether it's like a, a, a phone camera or like a, a camera camera in general, do all sorts of post processing on an image. Um, phones, you know, Louis um, says you kind of alluded to it, like you know, night mode mm. that's been in, in iPhones for a few generations now um, or even combining like a super wide shot with like, um, you know, like um, with a with just a different. So you combining the images taken from the super wide lens and the normal wide, le uh, wide lens as well to kind of create an image that you can actually uh, zoom out of if you want to kind of crop out a little bit. I feel like computational photography is like, well, photo digital photography by nature is computational and it's just a different kind of like branding. No, it's not really. But am I wrong there? I think what? you're wrong. Like, I think like... The main thing that uh, iPhones brought with computational photography, I think it's like, uh, what was it called? Deep Fusion? Yeah. Yeah. And they brought that with the iPhone 11. And I mean, I think it's very cool. Like it really gives a really high amount of detail. So, but like, I don't know what's new about computational photography with the iPhone 12. Yeah, it just seemed like more H. It was the same old thing, like, oh, look at the photo. Like, you can see the details in the dark really well and the mm. details in the yeah. light really well because we take multiple photos at different exposures and comp composite them using our 
neural engine on our on our on our new chip mm-hmm. um and luigi as, as you said as you kind of alluded to it seems like other competitors have been been doing this for a while right yeah yeah google especially yeah fair enough fair enough well um anything else you want to cover around the uh, iphone 12 pro um and pro max just about the iphone overall yeah go for it um i think overall the interesting part is how the market is moving for apple um, and just competing not only on, on brand and and quality, but also on diversity. I think that's really strong. And it, it's, it's just it's Apple being reactive to the other so many alternatives um, that other uh, comp- competitors are offering, right? Uh, Google maybe is, is a little bit behind just having two types of devices. But when you compare it to Samsung or Huawei, which is, is coming up really quickly once they, they release their own OS, um, it's gonna Apple is gonna have it hard, I think, in the Chinese market. So that's my that's why I think no, they're I th- preparing I, for that. I, I, th- I think you're absolutely right, and we kind of talked about this with the iPads, right? I said yeah. that someone who wants an iPad will go into an Apple store and say, "I've got X amount. This is what I want to spend." Yeah. Apple right now have got five. Actually, it's more like seven phones, as you kind of said earlier. They've got the iPhone SE, which is basically an iPhone eight with new internals, three nine nine iPhone XR, which was released, I think, with the last generation at 499. They've got the iPhone 11 uh, at 599. They've got the iPhone 12 mini um, at 699. And the iPhone 12, like normal size, at 799. Uh, and then they've got the iPhone 12 Pro um, starting at 999. And I think the Pro Max is 1199. Um, oh, no, no, 1099. Yeah, so they're kind of covering that entire. Yeah, that that, that 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 entire kind of um, yeah, the whole spectrum, you know, right? So if you price range, yeah. I think it's, yeah, I want to no, be an Apple yeah. user. I don't have cash. What do I do? Just get the cheaper one. That that's that's what they're trying yeah. to do. Steal one. Yeah, steal one. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> don't encourage that. Says are any 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 final thoughts on um I, on the uh, on the iPhones? Like uh, about this thing with the like the high amount of iPhones like I'm not sure like to what extent I support this like I mean it's definitely like I think it's good in terms of price and like for clients and customers but I don't know I like a part of me can't help but remember like the old days when it was just like one iPhone like I remember Steve Jobs uh, like saying like the whole thing like you just need one product like simplify your whole supply chain why do you need like 800 products like just yeah simplify it so like it looks a bit too complicated especially with the ipads i've like i get so lost when i think about the ipads yeah but i mean does. the it iphones does. are still like simple enough i think that's what happened and that we were discussing this in the previous episode they are just they're becoming a, a a massive organization like before they used to say this is our product you could buy it if you could buy it great if you can't then sorry you're not our target market but now they just want to diversify that and, and want to compete and maximize revenue and profit, I guess. I think this also... Yeah, and it's becoming yeah, boring. A bit. I think, it, yeah, a bit because like many of the new products that they that come out are really just like refurbished versions of like products that yeah. are older, like the ESE yeah. or something like that. And the new iPad. But I feel... I think it also makes sense in terms of like and the new strategy that apple seems to be 
doing, like focusing on services. Like products are starting to become a bit of a commodity. So just try to make sure that as many people as possible get the product, like get an iPhone so that you can sell them these services on the iPhone. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention as well. No, basically no mention of Apple services uh, in this. Uh, maybe I was just being like deaf and blind, but I, I didn't see or hear anything no. kind of around. No, definitely not. Ar- 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 around that. Um, kind of not even that continual reinforcement. Yeah, hmm. very strange from Apple. Yeah, They could have spent yeah. a whole new hour just reinforcing how you could use your Apple TV Plus and watch all these shows on your new device. Yeah, with in, 5G. In, in terms of like the t- in, yeah, with 5G in, in, and, and your home mini being as a speaker in your house. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get much in, better in, quality. In, ter- in, ter- in terms of like the two main things that Apple always seems to talk about during these events, right? The first one is services. They didn't really talk about that. Yeah. The second one was AR. Like we've always, we were familiar back in the days of, you know, in-person Apple keynotes, that, that AR demo, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously setting, perhaps setting up things for Apple glasses or whatever. But I obviously maybe there was, or maybe I missed it. But I really didn't see like a, a really big push on AR. And also, I thought it was really interesting and, and kind of concerning almost that LiDAR wasn't coming to the regular iPhone. You know, I saw that and we saw we all saw that in the Pro. And I just assumed that that would be in every single Apple device coming up because they could enable some really cool things with it. But if LiDAR is just on the Pro devices, I can't imagine developers or anyone really creating use cases for it. That's true. Mm, that's, yes. that's a good point. Yeah, very true. It seems like Very true. it will just be used for the camera. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they, they made a big deal about the fo- uh, autofocus, right, with LiDAR. Hmm. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that the way they are delivering this ones, these events, are not live events, and that changes completely because what's the point of doing a live AR demo if you're not live, right? Um, yeah. So that might cut off a few, a few feature show-off. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, cool. So um, while we wait in anticipation for um, for another event, <laughs> perfectly timed to miss with this podcast <laughs> schedule, um, I guess, um, you know, maybe it's a good time to wrap this particular episode up. Um, unless there's anything either either of you want to add to this to this conversation around around uh, the Apple event. No, good. I think I think it's a good time. There we go. Yeah. All right, cool. And, and the Apple event summed up in a word? I think it was good like i liked it great music i think the best part great music best part of the event is the music and the the show of of the campus yeah that's how good it was (laughs) no fair enough fair enough (laughs) i'm joking what do you think about the new format of the events like making them like since they're not live making them like yeah this kind of like movies with the whole change of scenery and all that what do you think of that either of you i think it's good yeah i think it's good the transitions are amazing i think it's good they're doing a great job whoever is doing the direct the direction of these events i think it's fantastic i'm really sorry for the editor because i'm certain that it must be a pain to edit um yeah yeah no definitely I, I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like in general, like Apple is becoming a more and more boring company um, and that these uh, these videos become more and more boring uh, as, as time goes on. And it's very much like, I, I don't know. I do it's find boring, the but you're still going to be, you're going to, you're still going to be a user and probably don't change. 
Well, that's that's the bloody problem, isn't it? That's 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 the problem with everything, yeah. you know. And um, that's how they hook yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I'm not sure. I'd say yeah, that exactly. The whole company is being boring. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's a few things, but I wouldn't say that it's getting more and more boring. But the videos, yeah, they're definitely a bit boring to me. Like, I prefer the presentations. Yeah, no, for sure, and no, and no, and no, um, Craig Federighi either. Yeah, during this it's software. During this. Yeah, but you know, he you gets. Get him yeah, out. you have to diversify the show, the the responsibilities, yeah. and the and in, throughout the team, you know. Actually, that that is really one good thing. Like they they had a really diverse yeah. group of people uh, on, and I think you know they should be applauded for that because so many people look to Apple as a role model for how a company should act. Obviously, being the biggest company in the world and. You know they should definitely be commended on that, yeah. and hopefully that's a true reflection of their internal culture and yeah. the makeup of their team. No, yeah. no, just major. Right. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think it's no, just major VPs showing off the products. I think they got like really the the people who are down to earth, like working hard every day to get yeah. it ready. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Well, I on on, on that note, good, then, and something that probably you wouldn't have seen with Steve Jobs, for example. Sorry. <laughs> No, it's all right. On on that note, then, um, Luigi, I guess it's a good time to ask um, who this podcast was brought to us by. It was brought to us by Jamón Serrano Español from from the Madre Tierra de Cesar, where Cesar is from. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> could have could have done that better. Yeah. Sorry. Looking forward to, have to you the next. Hamon? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I love Hamon. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, like, Luigi. Literally, it's one of the things that I that I bring the most, like from Spain. <laughs> like every time it's I come so to good, yeah. the UK. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. It really, this show really was brought to you by Hamon. They paid for that sponsor spot. Um, and go and get yourself some um, some Spanish ham. Yeah. It's delicious. There we go. It's not ham. It's Hamon Serrano. But where can people listen to this podcast or follow and keep going with the All conversation? Right. Well, if and people just engage with us. And just like say, Ravi, you are super wrong on what you're saying about Apple uh, and the HomePod. All right, three things. Uh, number one, I'm not wrong about any of those things. Uh, number two, okay. uh, people, uh, hopefully you already know where to listen to this podcast, given that you're listening to it. Uh, and number three, if you want to engage in the conversation uh, and get in touch with us, um, you can find us on Twitter at designbyus underscore FM. Um, and you can find Luigi on Twitter. Let me get this right this time. Uh, at Luigi underscore D'Entrono. There you go. You said it with a map. Beautiful voice. Nailed it. Um, and uh, yeah. you can find me at, on Twitter at Ravi is occupied. And Cesar, what should people do if they want to learn more about you or, or perhaps follow you on the internet in a non-stalkery way? Well, you can also find me on Twitter uh, at C-A-E Ochoa. Wonderful. 